come with me if you want to live. That way you can check out this week's Couch Potato podcast, which features the 1992 science fiction classic Terminator 2 Judgment Day coming up next. Hey again, everybody. Uh, welcome back to another episode of the Couch Potato podcast. Uh, I'm Russ, and with me always is Lucas. Lucas, what's going on, man? Bro, what's going on, man? Uh, not a whole lot, man. Um, well, today I uh, figured we'd go back in time a little bit. Ha 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 ha! Oh, hold on. We got. We actually have a drum in here, but I don't know where the drumsticks are. Thank you. We're going back to 1991. Uh, Lucas and I are going to watch the sci-fi classic Terminator 2: Judgment Day. Gosh, what a movie! This is actually one of my favorite movies of all time. Well, I guess it's a good thing we're watching it then. Absolutely. I don't want to bore you with something that's a piece of shit. <laughs> um. Real quick, before we get started, I'll give you the quick tale of the tape on Terminator 2. It was released on July 3rd, 1991. Uh, did $204 million at the U.S. box office, which is a fucking insane number for 1991. Yeah. Um, did 312 worldwide for a total, you math whizzes, uh, $516 million worldwide. Uh, James Cameron comes back to direct the second one. Uh, of course, they bring back the usual suspects, Arnold and Linda Hamilton. Um, this time they're joined by uh, the brother of the lead singer Filter, Robert Patrick, and then Edward Furlong. Um, surprise during uh, our research, this was a uh, multiple Academy Award winner in 1992. Won four Academy Awards. Yeah, uh, in my research I uh, found out that uh, Terminator 2 was the first sequel to win an Academy Award when the first one wasn't even nominated. That's crazy. Um, it won for Best Visual Effects, which, if you've seen this movie, I mean, yeah, deservedly so. I mean, these are really great effects for 1991, and I they mean, still actually hold yeah, up fairly hold well today. Yeah, they hold up really good. Um, best Sound Editing, Best Sound Mixing, and then Best Makeup, because, I mean, we've all seen Arnold. He's fucking hideous looking without makeup. <laughs> He's a girly man. Gonna, I'm a girly man. You calling me a girly man? <laughs> uh, we're going to do that throughout the whole show, right? Yeah, our horrible, horrible Arnold Schwarzenegger impressions. I love it. Um, all right, well, we're going to go ahead and get ready to count this down. So, uh, Lucas, you want to do the countdown since you've got the remote control? Absolutely. In three, two, one, play. Of course, we get the, what is that? Uh, Pegasus. Pegasus. Okay, thank you. Tristar pictures. I'm not, uh, I'm not well-versed in horse mythology. <laughs> I just know of unicorns. And uh, give you guys a brief rundown on Carlico Pictures. Uh, this studio was a big-time player in the, like, the late 80s, early 90s. They, did, uh, they produced this movie, Total Recall, and Basic Instinct. I think they did like the last, like Rambo three. Um, yeah, they were a big time player. Then they uh, financed the huge box office bomb, Cutthroat Island. I've never even heard of it. Yeah, they did a porno parody of it later called Deep Throat Island. I, they had to have <laughs> had to have. I mean, like I would do that. Listen, when we do research, we deep dive. Um, but yeah, the Cutthroat Island bankrupted that studio, so they're no longer. No longer around. And then uh, TriStar got absorbed by Sony. 
I was gonna say I thought uh, I thought that was associated with something else. That's how I feel in the morning when I'm on my way to work, like I got hit by a nuclear bomb. Actually, on my way to work, I actually feel like I'm driving through this. <laughs> you know what? I bet you these are models. Look, those are models. That's pretty cool. They built a little model city. Did you know that they actually burned all this stuff to create this scene? Like really? That's an actual, like, the remnants of a fire? I did not know that. That's See, really I cool. brought some research. I left my uh, research notepad at home, so Lucas has actually been, uh, he's going to carry the research part of this today. But I do remember reading this. That is really cool. I didn't know that. I hope all of you that have seen or watching this have seen the first Terminator because it's you're kind of going to be a little lost. Yeah, you're not going to understand who the T-800 is and what's going on right here where all the skulls are getting crushed by a giant tank. Basically what you're watching now is uh, Judgment Day, which is uh, what they have tried to prevent in the first the first movie and then going into this one too. That guy was wearing skiing goggles. Now see this here, you can tell this is 1991 filmmaking at its finest. I mean, you can tell these are miniatures. That's so fucking cool how they do it. Have you ever watched them create like shit like this? Yeah, yeah. It's one of my favorite things to watch because look at that. Oh, man, Barbie Ken just got smashed by that truck. Every time I've seen this movie, I always expect him to say something when he turns around and looks at the camera. <laughs> and, of course, you got to have the, uh, the awesome underground bunker and everybody saluting. That guy was half fucking dead a second ago, and now mm. he's saluting. Yeah, Linda Hamilton is going to give you kind of the rundown of what's going on here. Which, uh, yep, this is John Connor, the leader of the Resistance, who's played later on in a standalone sequel by Christian Bale. Yep. Who doesn't do the Batman voice in that. Damn shame. They ever say where he got those scars from? No. Because I haven't seen all the sequels. You're really not missing much. This is probably like the one you need to watch. The one with Bale that takes place after these is okay, but... Yeah, I've I've seen that one, but... Apparently, Terminator 3 is... Eh, it's alright. Uh, Genesis is fucking awful. Eh, I didn't see it. No, you're not missing anything. About Dark Fate. Eh. I mean, that's kind of how you describe them. Like, eh. Nah. <laughs> I mean, it's a movie. <laughs> they They worked hard. They they gave it their best shot, but you know what though? Like to me, this is probably one of the five or six best sequels that have ever been made, and like it's kind of hard to come close to this. Is this what you're talking about? They burned. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I would have to say this is probably my favorite sequel of anything. I mean, it's up there. I mean, like Empire Strikes Back, uh, The Godfather Two. Yeah. Problem Child Two. <laughs> I love that movie. Well, that's for another day. Bum bum bum, dropping hints. Man, it would be awesome to be the guy that's shooting that flamethrower right there. Mm-hmm. 
Stan Winston. You know he did the dinosaurs on Jurassic Park? No, I didn't know. Yeah, not. talk about a fucking run. My man's was on fire. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, we actually got a little mini drum kit here in the studio, so Lucas is probably gonna be this is gonna be like a recurring gag. Him yeah. like now like this like as a kid, like stop staring at me. Stop. <laughs> oh my gosh. The red eyes. See, I always hold this movie in high regard because when this movie came out, I had never seen a rated R movie in a movie theater before. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and then my uh, mom, uh, she went to take me. My mom always took me and my brother to the movies when we were younger, and I would went with a friend to see Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, the Kevin Costner one. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. Um, a couple weeks prior... And she was taking me and my brother to see that. And I was like, well, I've already seen that. So she let me pick the movie I wanted to see. And this was out. So I got this is the first radar movie I got to see in theaters. Uh, I'd say that's a pretty good choice. Yeah. I was uh, four years old when this came out. Damn. <laughs> and actually, I don't even, I can't even tell you the first time I saw this. Um, I'm assuming I was a kid, you know, back when you could get... Uh, HBO, Showtime, Cinemax, and Disney Channel only. That was all. That was the only premium options you had. We had that when I was a kid, and I'm sure I saw this either on HBO or Cinemax. Now, when this came out, like on VHS, for all you kids that don't know what that is, VHS was a gigantic tape. That uh, that's how we used to get our movies before streaming and even Blu-ray. And but, uh, I tried to buy the the tape, and it was like. $100 to buy a VHS, VHS copy of this. Holy shit. My grandpa, who basically bought me anything I wanted when I was a kid, basically, without saying it, told me to go fuck myself. I'm not paying $100 <laughs> for a fucking VHS tape. How great would that be if grandpa's like, hey, go fuck yourself. Now, I'm not going to get into the time travel aspect of these too much because it's going to make my head hurt, but they perfected time travel, but yet they couldn't figure out how to send these guys to the past with clothes on. Apparently not. All these ladies are like, hey. They must give these Terminators, like, absolutely gigantic dicks because, like, no one's <laughs> laughing at him when he's walking in here. They're all like, man, that's impressive. Even that guy right there holding the beer. She just found dinner. <laughs> Your old meat stick. I, uh, I read about this bar that some woman wandered on the set and, uh, was wondering why Arnold was in, like, a really small bathing suit. And uh, he looked at her and said it was male stripper night at the bar. Oh, Arnold. It's male stripper night at the bar. I don't know what the hell that was. Let's ignore that. It's male stripper night at the bar. (laughs) That's probably just as bad. What an asshole. Arnold probably really did that. He's like, I dare you to put that out on me. These bikers are having a rough day. I bet in a million years they didn't expect to just go out to the local watering hole, have a few beers, play some pool, and then, and then try that to guy's f- going to fucking end up in the hospital with a knife in his back. <laughs> well, in fairness... They did start it with him. 
I do like the casting of this. I mean, that guy looks like the type of guy that would frequent a bar like that. That's true. Like, he actually may be, like, a regular. <laughs> and, of course, they have to have the Bad to the Bone, like, song playing when anybody comes out dressed as a badass. That's true. Actually, uh, I apologize, Russ. I should play this for you at work every day, every time you walk in. Oh, stop. But if you do, I won't object. That's fair. I don't think this guy's seen what happened like 15 minutes prior. <laughs> yeah. Listen, you pulled a shotgun on a guy. He hops off the bike and walks towards you. That's a bad motherfucker. Now, for those of you that haven't seen the Termi- like Terminator 1, uh, ter- the T-800 model, which is played by Arnold, is the villain in that. So, uh, roll reversal, maybe? Did I just spoil this? Eh, you know. I'm sure they would have figured it out. Hey, look, he's got to wear shades at night. Well, yeah. It is bright out there. Also, by the time, like, if they haven't seen this movie, what the hell is wrong with them? Oh, yeah, like, that's true. Like, we're really past the statute of limitations on spoiler. Right. Spoilers at this point. We're just going to give everybody a heads up. There will be spoilers on pretty much everything we watch because most of the stuff we watch is older. Newer movies just don't, you know, just don't do it as well as like this. No, that's true. Uh, I don't know if you're getting older now, but I was almost expecting you to say they don't make them like they used to. (laughs) I am getting old. You know, uh, Maybe it's just me, but if I were to see lightning floating in midair, I probably wouldn't walk towards it even if I, I was just, the cop. I just would have busted a U-turn like, well, this is out of my jurisdiction. <laughs> I don't get paid enough to do this shit. So does he have his... Oh, okay, I was going to say, does he have his gun in his hand? Because what was he going to do, come around the corner and fucking hit him with the flashlight? Once again, they send him completely nude. That poor cop. He didn't deserve that. But oh, damn, there it is. <laughs> what you pointed out earlier <laughs> before we started that recording. Some donger on there. Yeah, I don't I don't know why that fact was like was in there, but yeah, apparently they tried to CGI out uh Robert Patrick's uh, penis and his penis was just on there a second ago. They failed. But they didn't even catch it in like post-production. So this movie has been out for what? Almost 30 years. Mm -hmm. And uh, still haven't still haven't uh, CGI'd out his donger yet. Really, what's the point of it now? It's just like it's like in Star Wars where the stormtrooper hits its head. Like you could easily (laughs) cut that out, but why bother? Man, ginger mullet. Look at that. The hair flip before it was cool. It was, it was never cool. I'm so just... glad that my parent, my mom didn't let me uh, grow my hair like that. 
See, I uh, I actually grow a natural mullet. My hair on the top just, just has given up. It's like, fuck it. But the hair in the back's like, yeah, sure, we'll party back here, bud. I, I swear I've seen that red-haired kid in something before. Terminator 2. I'm going to look it up. Hop on the old Google machine. That guy, that actor right there, Xander Berkeley. Yeah. Also in our rock episode. He's the guy when they were defusing the uh, the doll bomb in yeah. the rock. Yeah. That's him. Oh, yeah. He was in the control room. Mm-hmm. Dude, how cool would that be? You remember boom boxes? I mean, I'm sure a lot of the younger people don't, but boom boxes are so fucking cool. Carry your music anywhere you went. Yeah, you were a legit badass when you had one of those. Speaking of badasses, it's kind of funny that they managed to combine the uh, mental institution with the fucking prison scene in one one shot. Generally, when you see a movie, like the crazy people are like in like straight jackets, huddled in a corner somewhere. But then, like you go to a prison movie, the resident badass is always like doing fucking pull ups or push ups. But they've managed to blend those into one one scene. Well, I mean, she's got to prepare for the future. She knows what's coming from the first movie. I'm, You know, obviously I've never been to a, a mental institution, but I highly doubt it looks like uh, it looks like a prison like that. Are these like, is this like a mental institution prison? I think it's a maximum security, like, prison mental institution. Oh, okay. She looks crazy. Yeah, I read that uh, she wouldn't agree to do this movie unless they made her her character crazy in it. Really? Yeah. She's a badass in this. Like, this is, like, legit one of the first, the, maybe the first time you really see, like, a like a really strong, like, female character in an action movie. They're typically, like, you know, you know, I hate to be, you know, this, but, like, in 80s and early 90s action movies, typically the female was the one that needed to be saved. Yeah, the damsel in distress. Yeah, but she just kicks fucking ass in this. Well, hell, she was like that in the original Terminator. Yeah. Officer Austin. Did you see that? Oh, that's, that's who he's playing? Yeah, well, that's what the the name on there said. Excuse me, can you help me defuse a bomb? If that's not, like, the most early 90s look ever of a couple of people who... Uh, Maybe, you know, on a little bit on the hillbilly side, but are, like, Midwestern American. Yeah, like, Todd is, like, kind of like the, uh, he's a supervisor at a plant, <laughs> like a factory, and he's trying to work his way up. So they have a little they have a little bit of money. Yeah. I mean, like, they can afford to go to, like, the family trip would be, like, Disneyland. Yeah. And then, you know, Mom, she doesn't wash all the clothes in the house. She takes them to a laundromat. Oh, no, I, I bet she does have a laundry. Like, they do have a washer and dryer. Oh, you think they have that much and, money, But she's, huh? like, you, she'd be the one you'd see with, like, mounds and mounds of laundry. Yeah. Man, I wanted to do this so bad as a kid. <laughs> Hack an ATM. <laughs> T- 
Tell you what, these ATMs are not very uh, secure. Hell no. If he did that in 2020, he would have been fucking busted in like 20 minutes. Yeah. I mean, it's not like... I mean, he... Uh, John Connor kind of blends in, but if you've got a fucking red-haired kid, like a kid with a red mullet... <laughs> I mean, I don't think... Damn, look at them Zubass pants, too. Also early 90s fashion trend. He's wearing a Public Enemy shirt. It's my mom. She's crazy. Lucas, since uh, you have the research pad, did you uh, happen to see why Edward Furlong never come back for any of the other Terminator movies? I did not. Um, I can look that up. But uh, I think he got into drugs really bad, honestly, right after this. You know how the child actors are. Well, uh, Nick Stahl in uh, Terminator 3, he played John Connor. I guess, like, that guy went fucking crazy, too. I guess he was missing for a little bit. And he had, like, a, I think he had bipolar. So what you're saying is uh, these guys know about the machine takeover and they're going crazy? Like, it, it's, it's a, this is a real story? It makes you wonder. Uh, I wonder if this is normal, making people watch their own interrogation tape. Yeah. I'm glad to have all those guards there, because she looks like she's about to fuck shit up. She's a really good actress. Yeah, she hasn't really done anything outside of the uh, the Terminator movies. Like I know she was kind of a big thing for a little while. She had a they did a TV show called Beauty and the Beast yeah. with Ron Perlman. Oh yeah. Yeah. Now I this is the thing I've always had a question about like does the cigarette trade in a mental institution work the same way as in a prison like somebody sneaks it in and they trade it for other stuff like uh, a pudding cup for like a cigarette. Well, she's got an ashtray there so I'm assuming uh playing good cop here and letting her have a smoke. Oh, well, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Okay, so he was supposed to reprise his role in Terminator 3. But he lost the part to Nick Stahl. Uh, I haven't seen why yet. I'm sure it probably has to do with drugs, because I know Edward Furlong had a big-time drug problem for a while. Yeah. Uh, he apparently signed on for two sequels in August of 2000. But, yep, it was a, it was a drug addiction that got it taken oh. away.
And what a horrifying uh, frame to freeze that on. <laughs> look at that old DOS over there. Look, look at this. it's a floppy uh, drive. This company must have a lot of money. Well, I would hope so. I mean, like, you know, spare no expense. <laughs> Jurassic <laughs> Park. <laughs> and would, look, you, would you look at that? Yep, dinosaurs are in there and everything. Does every uh, tech company look like this? I wonder if they, you know, modeled it after this now. Actually, this looks like a set from CSI. They may have used this in CSI. Look at that old Pepsi can. And look, he's got sunflower seeds in his uh, jacket right there. This is where we uh, we meet Miles Bennett Dyson, who uh, here in just one moment you'll figure out his... Uh, his point of being in this movie, played by Joe Morton. Guy's an awesome character actor. He's in all kinds of stuff. Oh, yeah? Like, you got any... Uh, well, he was uh, Cyborg's dad in the Justice League, if we want to go recent. Huh. There's the chip. Dun, dun, dun. It doesn't even look completed. Yeah, this is the microchip that was found on the T-800 in the original Terminator. And there it is. So, what's happening is essentially what they saw in the future in the first one, right? Yeah, basically, like, he creates, he designs basically what is to be the Terminators. Right. Eventually, he, uh, his company does. I'm assuming they were probably for uh, military use at first. And well... Anything bad that happens in movies is typically for military use, and it just goes awry. It's really the military's fault in a lot of these uh, action movies from the 80s and 90s. Well, even today, still, you can blame, like, the military is, or the government's always, like, perfectly good scapegoat for shit going, like, the way it's not supposed to. Yeah. You know, I'd probably shit my pants if I uh, had her crawling across the table to grab a After hold of watching the fucking greatest hits of Sarah Connor on that video, yeah, I would have too. Yeah. I think that doctor knew ahead of time, like, I'm not going to recommend, like... <laughs> you know, that really wasn't necessary. I mean, that's just a fucking dig. I think uh, if I was if I was old enough, I'd also uh, would have had a dirt bike like that and just and a riding, mullet. Yep, and just riding <laughs> through the uh, the drains of Los Angeles. <laughs> Excuse me. 
Now, if you remember on our rock episode, I pointed out the the blatant sight of stuntmen playing oh, the lead it, characters. This one is very prominent too. Yeah. The Galleria? Yeah, it's just like, The Galleria? No shit? That one? Ah, uh, arcades. See, this also goes to show you that Todd and Janelle don't have enough money to buy him a video game system. Yeah. So he has to go fucking steal money out of an ATM <laughs> to go to the arcade. Look, Russ. It's Guns and Roses. Oh, oh I see that. Which uh, the uh, hit <laughs> the hit song uh, "You Could Be Mine" was from the soundtrack of this movie. Oh, really? Yeah, they did a music video with Arnold and everything. Huh. So, I'll give you a brief uh, fun fact. Uh, I for Halloween this year I went as the T eight hundred from this movie. Oh yeah. Yeah, and everybody thought I was Elvis Presley. <laughs> So you're you're saying you really nailed the costume? I guess. <laughs> I had a like a toy shotgun, the leather coat, the sunglasses. I had like they come with makeup that you could put like the the steel yeah on your face yeah. And I had f- at least four or five people ask me if I was Elvis Presley. <laughs> I didn't know Elvis Presley was such a badass. That's an awesome game for the old Sega Master System with Afterburner. Oh yeah, yeah. Fucking narc. Oh, that little snitch. Oh, shit. <laughs> Take that, you little fuck. <laughs> I don't care about your mullet move. I think we've established just from him shoving down, like, teenage kids that he's the villain in this. Yeah. Or just officer. He's just a... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So could he just could he sense that the T one thousand was there? Is that why he's cocking the gun? Because otherwise, he's kind of failing his mission. Look at this guy. He's like, oh shit! Is he gonna duck? I yeah. If I were the the guy holding the can of Pepsi, I would have. The not bright moment of this movie is the guy fucking going right into the line of fire. <laughs> That's what it's like to play video games. It takes about 400 shots to kill somebody. Yeah, my son was playing Fortnite last night, and it took him like eight or nine shots to drop somebody. I'm like, what kind of game is this? Yeah. That game's going to cause him to yell fuck one of these days. And Oh, he already has. Oh, okay. Gonna, he's going to swear, and he's going to cost me a lot of money. <laughs> I never mentioned how fucking cool your kid is. Oh, you see that foreshadowing? I did. (laughs) 
I didn't expect to see that at J.C. Penney's. <laughs> And there's a lot of crotch rockets there. I wonder what, what kind of place this is. Well, the Galleria is there. Oh, yeah. The Galleria. The Galleria? So, cool little fact I read about this scene right here. So he got in such good shape. Did I, did I tell this story already? No. Uh, he uh, got in such good shape that James Cameron told Edward Furlong's... Uh, stunt double that uh robert patrick would be able to catch the dirt bike on foot and he did he fucking caught that thing on foot robert patrick almost looks like he went to the tom cruise school of running in movies because they run almost identical to one another (laughs) i went running the weirdest looking semi. Well, it's a freight, li- a freight liner. I don't know what that means. But... <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, he's caused more car crashes in this damn movie than anybody I've ever seen. Who, Arnold or the... Yeah, Arnold, just pulling out in front of people. It almost, it's like, this chase sequence here is like, it's a perk of the job. Like, the T-1000's mission is to kill John Connor. But it's like, well, if I take some people out along the way, that's, you know. That's true. You never know who's uh, who could be making the future uh, soldier kids. Looks up like, is that a fucking semi coming at me? <laughs> You're damn right it is. I wouldn't have stopped. I just would have kept right on going. Yeah. Look at that. The fucking axle is broken on that thing, and now it's fine. (laughs) It had no bumper. Now the bumper is perfectly fine. Here's where we get to see the uh, Arnold stunt double that looks nothing like Arnold. You only see it for a brief moment, but it's like fucking plain as day. When he jumps off that bridge down into the thing. When he catches, catches. well, we'll get to it here in a second. Oh, yeah, yeah, Okay, I know what you're talking about. Boy, I tell you what, for an advanced machine, he really sucks at fucking driving. Well, I think he meant to get his license, take his driving test the next day. If he couldn't find John Connor, he's going to get his driver <laughs> driver's permit, and then he's going to go chase after him the next day. Why did he have to shoot that one? He just drove for the other one. I think it's just to make sure that, like, the gate's open. Because, I mean, that would be kind of embarrassing if he's trying to save that kid. Like, <laughs> he runs the motorcycle in that gate and just the gate doesn't budge. That's actually how I drive, too. Just, just like, like I'm playing a video game. Is there really any other way? (laughs) The semi has been through a lot. Now watch right here. Pretty obviously not him. 
<laughs> now that doesn't look too bad. Like if you were like not like staring directly at it and like checking, like okay, I got could pass as Arnold, but later on, not so much. Right here, there's a stunt double gone. Did you see it? <laughs> I did. A nice shot. I mean, I don't think he would have made it under there anyway. I don't think he would have either. <laughs> Did you see that? You can see both stunt doubles there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like uh, John Connor stunt doubles like some fucking 48-year-old man named like Rick. It's <laughs> <laughs> close enough. Um. So Edward Furlong during the filming of this went through uh, puberty and had to go back and re-record a lot of his lines because his voice changed so oh, much. Oh, you can tell in certain sequences too. Now we get to find out what kind of machine the T-1000 really is. You think that's where they got the name on Sirius XM for that? Uh, Liquid metal? Yeah, that oh, metal channel. Be. I'm surprised he didn't just stop the bike right there. Mm-hmm. I mean, shit, he's been crashing everybody all day anyway. Damn hooligan. I wonder what happened to his red-haired buddy. Well, he got thrown into the wall by a police officer, so he's probably hurt. Well, I, mean, like, I hope he called his mom and dad. I'm kind of worried about him. <laughs> Did you see that mullet? That kid will be just fine. Were you able to look up and see if that guy was in anything else? Yeah, I think it might be a little too dated for our audience. So he played uh, when dif- different strokes, a TV show went to shit. Yeah. And uh, Mr. Drummond got married. He was like Arnold and uh, Willis's uh, kid brother, the annoying one. Yeah, it's a little yeah, bit Yeah, that's a little too too far for uh, people that are going to listen to this. Yeah. Outside of that, though, it's different strokes, and he was the kid with the red mullet in Terminator 2. Now watch, so I, I didn't look, see, like, he might be a fucking Broadway award-winning actor, for all I know, but... Yeah, who knows? Or he sells insurance. You know, you gotta do what you gotta do to make a living. Or if he's, like, some kid actors from, like, the, the 80s and the 90s, he could be dead. Yeah, there's also that. <laughs> that shit got dark. That's pretty cool. Now everything's been set in motion. The T-800, the villain from the first one, is now the hero sent to protect John Connor. And now there's a, the T-1000 is sent to kill him since T-800 fucked up the first time. Yeah, they can't be trusted. They had to make a better uh, machine. Negative. Yeah, well, you fucking failed in your mission, sir. 
Look at that. I wonder how many people uh, are going to, like, you know, are seeing us for the first time. Like, what is he doing? Where's his cell phone? Well, I think we've already spoiled, like, at least 15 or 20, you know, minutes of this movie by, like, jumping ahead. <laughs> eh, you know. I don't know how many times you've seen this, but I've seen it a shit ton. Oh, so. I've seen it a shit ton, too. Oh, wow. So, Janelle must have got the deep dick, and she's in a super good mood. <laughs> you don't actually notice that dog in the background earlier. Oh, you talking about Wolfie? Oh, yeah, yeah, Hmm. Well, we know now the reason why Janelle's in such a good mood is because it's not Janelle. It's somebody else. Dun, dun, dun. Wolfie's just fine. Well, I totally fucked up. The dog's name is not Wolfie. It's Max. Well, all right, guys. That was it for this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Look at that. That is such, like... For 91, those special effects. Dominated. Now, a serious question I did have is, like, why does, you know, why didn't he just use, like, his hands as weapons instead of, like, being so insistent on using a gun? You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I think it would be more effective to, you know. Maybe he can only stretch so far. I don't know. Well, that's a pretty sizable distance, though, between uh, that little island and then the where she killed Todd. Russ, let's be honest. You've seen my damn arms. I could have done that shit without CGI. Oh, yeah. I forgot you had a brief run as, like, the backup center for the the 2007 L.A. Lakers. <laughs> That's why we were so good. You gave Shaq a breather or Paul Gasol? Yeah. Yeah, that'd be Paul Gasol. I'll take your word for it. Killed 17 police officers that night. There's that uh, coffee poker thing that comes up. She's like, oh shit, it's happening. Also, they made me really stoned with that shit they gave me. Doctor's back there like, yeah, we gave her the good shit. Seen Subway in the background. I mean, I could at least offer her a sandwich. Right. She needs something. Oh, she's got you guys fooled. She knows exactly what's going on.
Damn, Sarah Connor's lived a hell of a life so far. She's a fucking gun runner, and she had to do what she had to do to to get by. Got to save the uh, military leader there. Terminator's like, kid, I don't know what you're saying to me right now, but uh, I feel for you. Well, actually, he doesn't because he's a robot. He doesn't feel anything. True. He quit hitting that pin. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Whoa. Gonna kill him gonna kill his mom. <laughs> I'm gonna start saying that. Like if uh my kid throws a fit at the store, like stop it, this is not part of our mission. You know, the first time I seen this movie, this guy rolling up in this yellow tank top, I thought it was Hacksaw Jim Duggan. <laughs> oh, yeah. He comes over and he's like, oh, two by four. <laughs> I mean, those guys weren't too far away, but like it took them a really long time to get to, to John Connor. That's true. Maybe he was like, maybe as he got closer, he saw the size of Arnold. He was like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> that guy's like. <laughs> Are these like pro wrestlers traveling to the next city? It, it could be. Bummer. Fuck. <laughs> just just because they called him a dipshit, you're going off that man? What's wrong with you? That right there, you could tell he was going through puberty there because, like, how high pitched his voice was. Goes, yeah. Put the gun down, you! <laughs> You know, I can't say that I wouldn't do the same thing if I had my own Terminator. Just yeah. Send him into work to get a pay raise. <laughs> I need you to lift all this heavy shit for me. I wonder how fast they would unload the truck. <laughs> I would totally call him the bargaining chip, though, because like, anytime I needed anything, like, yeah, I brought my bargaining chip with me. <laughs> This is what I want to pay for a brand new car. My bargaining chip says that's what I'm going to get it for. <laughs> or you're going in to like uh, buy a house, like negotiate for a house. Yeah, like I'm going to pay twenty seven dollars for this house. <laughs> what? My bargaining chip says I'm going to get it for twenty seven dollars. Show them what I mean. It's like. Ch-ch-ch. Sure, officer, come on in. That is a big facility. 
That fucking guard just seems like a real slime ball, you know? Yeah. Just looking at him. He's got the old hamburger meat hanging out. Trying to see what his name on his badge was. I think Linda Hamilton kicked the shit out of him after he did that, even though he was told to. (laughs) That's gross. I would have. That's so fucking gross. I can't imagine licking somebody's face. Did you know for a while uh, Linda Hamilton and James Cameron were married? I did know that. Uh, I believe that they had to like split the franchise or something like that. Um, you know, I don't know how their divorce settlement worked, but another fun fact, James Cameron before this was married to Catherine Bigelow, the director of Point Break and The Hurt Locker. Huh. I don't know who James Cameron's married to now. I'm sure she's a lovely lady. <laughs> Tell you what, she's pretty good at that lock picking thing. Well, I'd hope so. I mean, like it'd really be pointless to take that paper clip if you <laughs> didn't know what you're doing. Well, I'm sure I could do something with this. Shit, is that another mullet? That is. That is the thumb mullet. <laughs> Whoever cut that woman's hair needs to be fired. I don't know. She seems like she likes it a lot. That's a bad haircut for anybody. So, this brings us to a fact right here. This guy, um, the officer that just escorted him out. He uh, is a twin, and his twin is also in this movie. Yeah, actually, they play, uh, they're in Gremlins 2. Oh, really? Yeah, like when they're working on, like they're doing those experiments on Gizmo. Yeah? Yeah, those are the two, the brothers are the scientists in that. Huh. This is so, this part is so fucking cool. I think this is like one of the iconic, scenes from the movie is when he uh, comes up out of the floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, right here um, is where this guy's twin comes into play to uh, save money because obviously this movie was expensive to make. They used twins as you know stand-ins so they didn't have to uh, CGI them. Or try to. Oof. That is a rough way to go. 
I wonder if he goes and copies Gwen, the chick with the fin <laughs> mullet next. But even the T-1000 knows that's a bad haircut. I'm not fucking going that far. I'm not far. doing that, yeah. Nope, I'm not looking like I'm that. I'm going bald instead. Excuse me. Now, I forget. Is this this is the part where she Yeah, this is the part where she uh beats this guy up. I don't know how true it is cuz you know, you never know what you read on the internet whether it's true or not, but I guess Oh shit. <laughs> I guess this guy she actually beat the shit out of him right there. She broke his nose. I believe it. She went hard. With that fucking uh, broom handle shot. Jesus. I didn't know that's how you held a nightstick. Well, now you know. I'm glad I've learned something today. <laughs> If anything, you know how to handle a nightstick now. If you were to ever be in a mental correction facility and you happen to pick a lock with a paper clip. I feel like I'm going to need to improve every skill I have ever to be able to do any of this. Well, I just hope for your sake, if you were to end up in a place like that, you don't have a guard that licks your face. Yeah, that's true. Man, she did the old catch this thing. Ooh. Time for you to go night night. Like how it points out that it's poison over there. Oh yeah. It's good to know. Yeah, they don't use none of that that all natural shit at the fucking mental institution. No, we got germs to kill. That's weird. Fred's, Fred got both of his knees shot like 20 minutes before his shift ended. That was a really unfortunate day. I mean, a lot of people are having a rough day. Apparently when the uh, when Judgment Day comes, the uh, the robots are going to fuck a lot of shit up on their way well, to it's, destroying it's, us. It's collateral <laughs> damage. These people have to have a bad day to prevent everyone from having a bad day.
Damn, another bad haircut. <laughs> the 90s for you. That tall drink of water in that uh, one guard must be uh, a, an item that got the exact same haircut. <laughs> I mean, look. What is here. that? Looks like a pompadour. <laughs> see? Same hairdo. Got that awesome dick duster, though. Mm -hmm. I'm sure she does, too. <laughs> <laughs> God, that would suck to just have a needle stuck in your neck like that. Mm-hmm. Let's say, where is the backup? Not today, Randy. What kind of alarm is that? That sounds like a, a howling dog. That, arr, arr, arr. Did you see that? I'm pretty sure that was the janitor that got the shit beat out of him. Mm -hmm. I think that's to, uh, I think that's to make you hate the T-1000 even more. Come on, open the damn door. It's funny that uh, she got the key right on the first try, but the guys at work there struggled. <laughs> yeah. This guy's like, I haven't run in 30 years, guys. See that little excited hop skip mm -hmm. she had? And she's like, oh, shit. <laughs> she's like, I'll go back to the doctors. Fuck this. Yeah. That was a textbook tackle. I, I bet that say. young man played a little high school football before he got a job at the correctional facility. We would have won state too. <laughs> oh, damn, Randy. Now, oh, fuck. Excuse me, Butch. <laughs> If I just watched a man throw four grown adults around like that, I'm definitely taking his hand because I, I want to live. I how bad Doctor Silberman shit his pants when he like found out that like everything that Sarah Connor had told him is real. Yeah. Well, look, he's figuring it out right now. There's and there is the moment that he yep. realized.
So just out of curiosity, has he not figured out the uh, the shotgun's not doing so uh, so hot against this uh, liquid metal machine? Well, no, but it's slowing him down, though. I mean, like you've seen how fast that guy can run. Yeah. I wonder if that was the same sound effect used in like future movies. Like that's the uh, the thing from Avatar. Oh, I'm sure he's got like a like a catalog of sound effects. Man, you know, I just was sitting here uh, thinking about just how much I love Arnold movies. Yeah, like this is actually, I think this is when like he like went from being like a big action star to like the biggest star in Hollywood was right after this. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. If you think about it, I mean, he had done like predator and total recall was like probably like the next step. But then he comes out with Terminator two the following year. Yeah. I think this is like the peak of Arnold Schwarzenegger was this movie here. Cause I don't, like, he never done anything to top this afterward. Cause he followed this up with the uh, last action hero, which is a fa- like a favorite of ours. Yeah. But it wasn't well received by the public. It's one of those, uh, good, bad movies. I love it until they go into the real world. And I think it kind of loses its footing there, but yeah, like that was a huge misstep after. Cause I think he did, uh, Last Action Hero. Then I think Junior had come out after that, where he becomes pregnant. When they reunited him and Danny DeVito. Oh yeah. And then I don't. I think he rebounded with True Lies, but he was never as big as he was right here God, after this. I love True Lies. Good movie. He hasn't aged too well though. Really misogynistic. Like uh, really. Yeah. Like a lot of things back in the yeah back in the day. That's when you know you're a little shithead, when you know how to load a shotgun like that. Oh, yeah. Kids are playing with G.I. Joes and, like, Transformers at my age, and he's learned how to load shotguns. And The thing I'm trying to figure out is, like, how many fucking shells did Arnold have in that gun? Because he unloaded at least 15. And I'm no gun expert, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure you can't put that many shells into a shotgun. Arnold can. Yeah. You want to bet? (laughs) Man, just the chases in this movie alone are amazing. Yeah, this movie has, like, what, about four really epic action sequences? Yeah. Can't you, like, turn into a wheel? <laughs> I don't know. You know, they don't answer that, like... If you can turn it in... Well, I mean, he was the fl- he was the floor. I'm sure he could, but, I mean, what would be the point of turning into the wheel? <laughs> yeah, I guess he still probably wouldn't catch him, huh?
That's so cool. Mm -hmm. Also, the height of his uh, career, the Robert Patrick. I mean, he never really done anything as big as this afterward. What did he do uh, before this? Oh, he's been in like a, a ton of stuff. He was uh, in Copland. Did you ever see that? No, never even heard of that one. Oh, Copland. Uh, Sylvester Stallone plays a cop in a small New Jersey town, and like the whole town is basically like all these crooked cops from New York City. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Um, he was in those really shitty From Dusk Till Dawn sequels. Yeah, no. I... See, my uh, my movie knowledge is not even close to your movie knowledge. Like, whenever I need anything, I just go to you because you're my human IMDb. You know, it's pretty much like one of the few skills, life skills I have. <laughs> it's much more impressive than mine. If video stores were still a thing, I'd probably own a couple of them by now. But now I resort to doing a podcast that probably 10 people are going to listen to. <laughs> hey, you know what? We appreciate those 10 people. Yeah, we do. We love you guys and gals and kids. Hopefully not kids because I say fuck no. a lot. Yeah, we're going to have to put one of those uh, parental advisory labels in front of every episode. Yeah. It's old potty mouth Lucas out there. It's all bad. <laughs> What's your story? I think she knows. Kind of. kind of an iconic line too mm -hmm. I wonder how many vehicles they destroyed in this probably a ton that looks like the gas station garage that like everybody gets mugged at in that town <laughs> Apparently that garage has a shit ton of medical supplies. Well, I guess if you are working at a garage, I mean, there's a chance that, you know, you're going to hurt yourself. So. Yeah. I do not feel pain. wonder how they were able to pull this off. I think that's fascinating, you know, like stuff like that in movies where she's got her pliers all the way up in his back and you're just like, how the hell do you do that? How do you simulate that? Because he doesn't look any bigger, you know? Yeah. Do you think, uh, do you think they understand what a, what a dork is in the future? Oh, I'm sure it's probably programmed into his, uh, you know, don't be a dork. Learn from John Connor. <laughs> Look, it's uh, it's old Travis we used to work with at work. Standing guard. Oh, 
I guess that garage must have been closed for that day because no one – like, I would have at least figured if it being a working garage, there would have been somebody that would have come to work that day. Yeah. And notice that there's people that just happen to invade the – well, it kind of looks abandoned, doesn't it? But I wonder if that's the Griswold family truckster from National Lampoon's <laughs> vacation that they're taking. <laughs> Old Woody Wagon. Linda Hamilton sitting in the uh, seat that old Aunt Edna died in. (laughs) I feel like uh, this is going to be our kids teaching us, you know, like, bet and all that shit. Yeah. Like... You know, because we're over there, we probably sound like the T-800 to them, like affirmative. Like, no, no, it's bet. Yeah, when Jackie uh, plays uh, Fortnite, he uses, like, fucking terminology that I have no clue what he's talking about. It's like, man, like, I used to be, the you know, the somewhat cool kid that, like, could use the catchphrase, and now I'm asking him, like, what's that mean? Right. It's embarrassing when you had to ask your kid, like, what does that word mean? Well, I've had to ask younger people, like, a lot of, like, I didn't know what the term uh, thought was. Oh, I yeah. had to ask Will from work what that was, <laughs> he told me. <laughs> and I also had to ask somebody what lit meant. Uh-huh. And, like, they, they filled me in, and I was just, like, after that especially, I had to take a long look at myself in the mirror. Like, I've become what I used to make fun of. Yep. And it's funny how that works. Oh, you can't do that today. Nope. A lot of mullets in this movie, too. <laughs> We're not going to make it, are we? Just because some two, two kids are fighting. <laughs> if Mama broke up a fight like that today, the cops would be called... Oh my god, she grabbed his collar. I would at least I would have at least taken that woody wagon or that uh that camper back there. Yeah. Sit a little more comfortably. But then again they're trying not to get pulled over, so apparently nobody misses that piece of shit woody wagon they got. Yeah. kind of creepy we have drones now I'm talking about completely unmanned mm-hmm. so I'm going to get a little nerdy on you for a second Russ there's a so you know we're all everybody's always worried that AI is going to take over humans and kill them and, or become smarter than humans the only problem with that is there's no programming language, you know, that would allow a computer to learn anything that humans don't know. Right. So. Sorry, I had to get a little nerdy there. I saw a thing. I saw a, a debate about that. Saw a window and decided to go for it. Yep. And I put half of our listeners to sleep. Well, you only talked for like a minute. I mean, what? It's not I, like we were like three hours later. Like, 
God, is he going to shut the fuck up? I just want to watch the movie. <laughs> it only took a minute for them to get to put to sleep with that one. I'm not going to fuck with these people because they were driving up there and there were rattlesnake heads all along their fence line. I wonder if they're like they're the ones that can like catch them with their bare hands and like slap their head and then like <laughs> talking about those people in India that slap the cobras. Oh, and Van Damme's hard target, he does the same thing. Oh yeah, he does, doesn't he? And he bites the fucking the end of that rattlesnake's tail. That's one we've got to watch at some point. Is hard target. I'm down for it. Estas aquí for uh, all the non-Spanish speakers is, are you here? Do they ever mention in this what the relationship is between uh, Sarah and what this guy's name is Miguel? I thought she just said Enrique. Enrique, yeah, that's it. Um, No, but I imagine, you know how she was a drug runner or a gun runner? And they were in Nicaragua. Oh, is this the same guy? Probably. That's what I thought, but I didn't know if there was like some kind of backstory I missed. You know who he kind of looks like? Oh, gosh. I can't remember the actor's name. See, this is why I need your knowledge. Because I can't even think of a movie that he was in, but I could see it. You know how you see somebody and you just know their face. He has a fair resemblance to uh, the guy that played the drug kingpin in Clear and Present Danger. Let me see. I'll have to look that up. See that? That's uh, that's an interesting childhood. Your own weapons detail. You know what to get. You know the the stuff that goes boom and all that other shit. Go get it, son. Damn, Enrique's ready for the fucking end of days. Look at all those ammo boxes over there. I don't know what that gun's called, but I bet it's called fuck shit up. They have drinking water and emergency purified drinking water. I don't know what the difference between those is. So anyone that's listening to this, if you can fill me in on that, I'd really appreciate somebody telling me what the difference is. Yeah, I really wonder what she did to uh, earn this guy's trust so much. He's just giving her a truck and fixing it for her. Damn, that gun is badass. Which gun? The one, the, uh, I think it's called a Gatlin gun. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
There you go. Why why wouldn't you have the machine fix the machine? See, like a terminator would be perfect. He could fix everything. You could tell him to clean the house. It's on top of being a bargaining chip. This man's going to bat for you no matter what. You know, it's interesting they were talking about um, saving his dad. Um, I actually read that they were talking about having him in this. Oh, Michael Bean. Yeah, um, as a uh, as a Terminator, like they instead of the cop, you know, having him be like a bad guy that like or the machines had replicated him. Oh, that would have been kind of a cool. I mean, I, I, yeah, that, I mean, that kind of work, but I don't know. I, I think the, I think the element of surprise at the beginning when you don't realize, like, he kind of copies a, a police officer, and you, if you didn't had had seen this, you would know, like, you would think that Robert Patrick would have been like the Terminator coming to, right. Well, of course, uh, him killing that cop at the beginning of the movie kind of kills all that too. So <laughs> yeah, that that too. I imagine that probably would be like what it was like to high five Arnold, even today. <laughs> the machine's like, do that again, bitch. You know, even though she's uh, delivering her inner monologue, it's like almost like she's sizing him up like, I could see myself with him. <laughs> I could take on a machine, I think. That could be worse. Can I just say that, that those sunglasses are kind of badass that she was wearing? Yeah, they have a steampunk look to them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is totally me now, like Jackson teaching me how to do stuff like when he's that age. like. Yeah. Cool. Teach, teaching my dorky dad how to be cool. She's just ruining a perfectly good picnic table. Too bad that bus doesn't work. Just load that thing up with weapons. Well, I think that's their home. I think uh, Enrique's wife and that baby came out of that school bus. So I'm, oh. I don't know if that's their house or if it's just like the living room slash kitchen area. Or I mean, who would suspect anybody living in a bus with a shit ton of weapons buried in the desert? And a bunch of fucking shitter cars, too. I mean, there's some real heaps on that. <laughs> 
I really hope that uh, that's not the best truck that Enrique has because I'm trying to figure out like if that's the best truck they have, like what's the second best truck they have? <laughs> now, if I'm if I'm remembering my research correctly, this is Linda Hamilton's sister in this scene. So that she can look younger. I think that's what I read because Linda Hamilton has her tw- has a twin also. Yeah, that that I think this is the scene here. Like right there. Yeah, they and they look pretty much identical. You know, just one has really bad hair. <laughs> I remember being a kid being freaked out by this part. Yeah, so did I when I seen this in the theaters. I'm like, oh, fuck. That's what a nuclear weapon does? Yeah. Turns you into carbon. It's like a mega death cover. Yeah, that totally was a mega death cover. I'm going to steal that for the new album. That's a really bad Dave Mustaine impression. Here we go. I think we'll get better with the impressions as we go on. Speak for yourself. I'm not trying to be professional here. wonder if that's where they uh, got the inspiration for Tomb Raider there. Mom don't have time for your shit, kid. She's got stuff to do. You know, that makes me wonder if that isn't the Griswold family truckster from... It could be. You know how they, you know, sometimes reuse things for movies. I don't think it is, though, because whenever that car starts off, you're always expecting your holiday row. (laughs) (laughs) That's correct. It did not play there. Imagine if it did. It's like when you start the engine, it just plays. Yeah, out of the radio. It's kind of like a nod to it. What's that commercial uh, that has uh, the woman has her CD player, and it's just constantly playing uh, Nookie by Limp Biscuit. Oh, yeah, and then Fred Durst is in there at the end. Yeah, the tape is stuck in there. Holiday Row. Oh! <laughs> <laughs>
you know, it's funny right there. There's no guarantee that it would stop the war because, you know, there's a whole bunch of people that work there that could have finished it off, yeah. you know. Man, I had an RC car when I was little. Those things are the best. I don't know what kind of uh, technology he's working with, but it's pretty badass. Look at him. He sized him up. I'm going to hit Dad. Watch this. Yep, she's going for it. Damn, she's not even going to shoot him in the head. She's going to shoot him in the throat to let him suffer. Oh, okay. There we go. She had it on his neck for a minute. Tell you what, it's a good thing his uh, son's a little shit, huh? Damn, how fucking horrifying would that be to be that kid and like see your dad get shot in the head? Yeah. Is this guy in anything else? Who? Who? Joe Morton? Yeah. Oh yeah, he's. He's been in a ton of stuff. I will look up his uh, filmography. Oh, wait. I think we talked about him already, didn't we? We have talked about him already briefly. That uh, Recently, he was Cyborg's dad in the yeah, Justice League movie. Right. you got to forgive me. I, uh, I hit the pin twice. Old stoner Lucas forgetting everything that I tell him <laughs> five minutes ago. I mean, shit, how terrifying would it be to just be in your house programming stuff and some woman comes in shooting you? Oh, he also might be familiar to some of our listeners as uh, the dad of uh, Kerry Washington's character in Scandal. Yeah, that's uh, not something I would watch. Although, uh, Kerry Washington is very beautiful. Yes, she is. My wife watched uh, Scandal, so I now that I've seen that, I remember it. I'm imagining it's probably harder to shoot somebody face-to-face -face than, you know, from 100 yards away in the back of the head when they're not paying attention. They're probably confused, like, what the fuck is going on? Now this bitch is crying, she shot me, now she's crying, like, what the hell is wrong with this woman? Well, I think it hit her when he doesn't even know what he done. Yeah. And John Connor has been through some shit. <laughs> Nearly killed in the womb. And then he's going through all this shit. Having to take care of his mom. 
Stealing money for arcades. Now, hey, that's not exactly a bad thing. Like, I seriously want to do that as a kid. Oh, yeah. Russ, uh, I was a little shithead kid, so I used to steal money for candy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think you're past, like, that being a crime at this point, so I think you're Probably. Do you want me to edit this out later? (laughs) No, no, fuck it, leave it in there. Sorry, Mom, I love you. I always thought this part was super cool when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would also be my reaction. Like, what the fuck is this guy cutting his skin off? That's so fucking cool. That's Stan Winston for you. <laughs> I like now that uh, Arnold's essentially become like the Luke Skywalker of Return of the Jedi. He's got the lone black glove. Yeah. You know, nowadays they would just make his arm that uh that Terminator exoskeleton, but back then I bet that was expensive as hell to oh, try sure. to keep going, you know. So, does this guy live out in the middle of the woods cuz uh there was a big giant shootout at his house and there's no cops there. Well, I'm sure working for a tech company, I'm sure he's paid pretty well. I mean, fuck, I'd buy a house in the middle of nowhere if I was making that kind of money. She's pretty remorseless. Like, she, you know, felt bad about trying to kill him, and all of a sudden, she's like, well, he's a fucking asshole again for doing something that he didn't think he was doing. Right. Not like he was, uh, he was inventing this arm to be like, ah, you know what, let's just blow shit up. Fuck it. I'm gonna fuck with this woman. (laughs) Her specifically. Yeah. Well, I'm sure that now he's quitting his uh, his job. They're gonna be moving at some point. Uh, yeah, I would I would imagine. Just quitting out of nowhere, like, why are you quitting? Oh, you know, I'm just preventing the uh, the end of days. That's all.
please, lady, there's a kid in the house. He's trying to sleep. Not your son. <laughs> you know, the guy, the son of the guy you shot. <sighs> okay, get us in. <laughs> when? Right fucking now. The minute he stood up, you know that was go time. <laughs> Whoever's driving this doesn't know how to drive. They're just all in the middle of the road here. That would have pissed me off. (laughs) That doesn't raise any red flags or anything. A couple people rolling up with gas cans and a Gatling gun. fuck y'all want <laughs> that's the look he had on his face Carl's not impressed not even a little bit I mean, if I've seen Dr. Dyson come in there numerous times, I would know that these are not people he would hang out with. (laughs) Well, that's probably why he was looking like, what the hell do you guys want? Where's this guy been? I had to take a shit. Just a couple of guys looking to make some extra spending money, so they're going to be security guards at night. Didn't expect to run into this tonight. That's like when you're married, you give your wife the credit card, swipe it like 17 times, there you go. No, that's after you give the wife the credit card, then you try to use it. Oh, yeah, true. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry, guys, I can hack anything. All I need is this, what looks to be a Microsoft Surface. What the fuck is that thing? See, another good reason to have a Terminator. Nothing will ever be locked for you ever again. It's true. 
I sometimes think my wife is a Terminator because uh, there's been a couple times where I've left my keys in the house and we can't get in and she's busted down doors. <laughs> like, fucking, like, she's seriously like Steven Seagal. She's broken, like, two doors trying to get in. Well, your wife is a badass. So. She is. Yep, here comes the T-1000. Dun, dun, dun. With all new attire. Wonder where he's been this whole time. Apparently behind the eight ball. Damn, it's like they had a house party there, and they just fucking, like, a bunch of kids broke into some dude's house and just destroyed it. <laughs> like, that would be, they would come home to that. I do think it's kind of cool how they tie the original into this one, talking about when he was a Terminator back in 1984. Mm-hmm. And killed all those cops. Pretty sure all of Los Angeles County is there. Now, this is really cool. I don't know if you know this or not, but all the helicopter scenes in this, none of it's CGI. It's all real. Really? Yeah. Because, well, uh, except for one part, but, like, the the flying and all the uh, stunts and everything, it's all real. That's one thing you miss with movies nowadays is the the authentic stunts like that. Didn't, uh, like, Universal Studios or one of the theme parks have a Terminator 2 ride? I do remember a Terminator ride, but I'm not sure where it was. I would bet that's either, like, a Universal or a Six Flags type of deal. Probably. Well, I'm going to hop on the old Google machine and take a look real quick. Sounds good. I would like to know where the, uh, where the cops got such, a. Uh, Great pilot for their helicopter, though. Man's a beast. Well, they just don't let anybody fly a helicopter. You have to take classes. And... <laughs> there was a Terminator Salvation ride at Six Flags that they discontinued. It's called something else now. But... Oh, okay. He's really advanced with his uh with his sayings. Trust me. He's learning fast. Maybe it's just me, but I, I think I would shoot right away if I saw somebody with a Gatling gun walking towards me. That helicopter pilot called it a minigun, but I've always thought it was called a Gatlin gun. I have no idea. I mean, there's really nothing mini about that gun. That gun is huge. I know I couldn't fire that thing. And I'm a fairly big guy. 
Arnold's just holding it like it's a piece of plastic. Boy, I tell you what, the uh, cops are going to have one hell of a bill. Insurance is going to be pissed. I think this right here is actually my favorite uh, action sequence in the whole movie. Just this whole scene right here. Yes, yeah, this is pretty badass. Actually, every time I drive past the Speedway corporate headquarters... It does kind of look like this, like, doesn't it? Yeah, I always think that it looks like Cyberdyne. <laughs> I like how it's 0, 0.0 casualties. Like, eh, There's a point one casualty. There's yeah. a guy that could die. I want to get one of these for, for my house. <laughs> we should do that for in the studio here. It's true. Like everything, like you just push a button, like everything kind of comes out, like the table and the TV and everything. Yeah. Tell you what, when uh, when all of our listeners tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend, you know. And, we, and they tell we, two friends, and then right. they tell two friends, and so on, and so on. And so on. We won't... Uh, we won't have to work anymore. We'll just do this all full time, and then we'll be able to afford the table folding down and the TV coming out of the ceiling and all that stuff. I like it. So hey, tell a friend, tell two friends, tell and they tell two friends, and they tell two <laughs> friends, and so on and so on. Had to set you up for that one again. Well, I appreciate it. Every good comedy team has a straight man, and I'll be your straight man. My man's is an innocent bystander. Got kidnapped and forced to go there. Well, it's at least what the cops should think. They just come in the door shooting him. Typical military in the uh, in the eighties and nineties. Mm-hmm. Bust in shooting people. Got to protect their property. Man, that guy's had a rough night. That's the fourth time he's been shot. Mm hmm. Shoot the glass. Shoot the glass. You know, if I'm not mistaken, I think, uh, fuck, uh, Aaron Norris, the guy that played uh, Hank Schrader in uh, Breaking Bad, is one of the SWAT guys in this. Oh, really? Yeah. You would think they would cover, you know, the exits. 
They just went out the back door and just ran away. Well, I don't think they were planning on him shooting a fucking hole into a wall either. <laughs> yeah, but, actually, that guy right there, I think that's him. Holy shit, he has hair. Did you see that? Yeah. I mean, not much, but he's got some hair. Kind of like me. There's, there, yeah, there's a little bit there. There's a wisp. I mean, you could just go grab the weight from him. <laughs> Maybe it's just me, but when there's uh, a bunch of giant bombs, I'm probably not going to take the elevator. I'll probably take the stairs. Probably a good call. And just like that, Enan, Enan's uh, flagship business, Speedway Corporate, is blown to smithereens. <laughs> it really does look like that building. I wonder if they actually modeled it after it. You know, they may have. I love how the T-1000 just kind of slowly creeps in. It's so in call for backup. <laughs> Typical uh, cop shades. Yeah, like he... I mean, he just went all out with that ensemble. The helmet, the fucking sunglasses, the jacket. And there it is, the iconic line from this movie. Well, that and... Hasta la vista, baby. Yep. Well, there... The uh, I'll Be Back was, uh, I forget, somebody told him to change it because, you know, he was like, well, they wouldn't use, you know, he talks plainly, they wouldn't use uh, conjunction like that or whatever that mm -hmm. it's called. He should say, I will be back. They said, no, it'd be a lot cooler if he said, I'll be back. So they did it both ways. And it ended up being I'll Be Back, which ended up being, you know, an iconic line. <laughs> Moral of the story is if you're fighting the, the Terminator, protect your knees. God, it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> no shit, you just got <laughs> What'd you do today? Well, I drove a motorcycle through the staircase. God, it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing none of those cops have gas. Oh, okay, like two or three of them do. I love how in like even though he's a robot, you still get like somewhat of a smart ass like Arnold Schwarzenegger quip. Yeah, when he tells him to hold the gun. 
It's almost like he begged James Cameron, like, just give me one. <laughs> well, she told him to close his eyes. Now she's running right through it with her eyes wide open. Well, I think considering what Linda Hamilton's character has been through in this movie, like, tear gas is nothing. Yeah, that's a good point. It's almost like she's trained. Trained to <laughs> she, deal with it. She trained in that hospital. I'm still amazed by how he did that considering like he had that thing basically like on cruise control when he jumped through the window. <laughs> it's almost like he shit out of his head. <laughs> I I I'm with that guy. I would have jumped out of that fucking helicopter, too. I wonder where he landed. I don't know. Did he hit the ground or he hit that cop car right there or what? It's a side, like, it's a side movie. Find out what happened, happened to uh, Herb, the helicopter pilot. Oh, Herb. Well, I broke both my knees and my, my tibialisness, so I'm... <laughs> confined to walking with a cane the rest of my life but I got a pretty nice pension out of it yeah so these scenes right here where the helicopter is chasing this this is all real helicopter chasing it And there's just some seriously great chase scenes in this movie. Yeah, the action uh, sequences are fucking amazing in this. You know, that helicopter's right there. You're not a very good shot. This part right here, where it flew under the bridge, I read that... uh James Cameron filmed that himself because the crew refused because it was so dangerous. Because if that helicopter clipped that thing, yeah, it'd be yeah done for. You, yeah, like I said, I don't know how true that is, but I really hope it is true because that's kind of badass. Oh yeah, but yeah. Look at look at that. I mean, that's just amazing flying that they're doing. I admire stuntmen. I don't have the balls to do half the shit they would do. Oh, yeah, totally. Like, it's kind of a... With CGI now, it's like... It's kind of like the stuntman slowly Being going phased away. Being out, yeah. yeah. Now, that part, obviously, was probably a little bit of CG. CGI or whatever. Hey, Terminator, you want to give the guys a heads up back here that you're about to flip this shit?
Bol El Goal. Bola Goal. Yeah, I'm all right. So I'm just in a really, a, really shitty mood. <laughs> so much for being a good Samaritan. Right. Liquid nitrogen. I wonder if that's going to mean something here in a minute. I wonder. Oh, <laughs> that guy's my car. Hey, hey. What the hell is that on the back of it? Oh, shit, he sleeps in there. There's a bed in there. Get out of the way, Rod. <laughs> I'm assuming that's what that guy's name is. He looks like a rod. Yep. If if it's not rod, I'm very disappointed. Literally, I mean, like, he seemed like a really nice guy, so he's not like a rod, you know, like a, like a <laughs> yeah. dick, but... You can run 65 miles an hour? Holy shit. Oh, great. There goes Rod's house. <laughs> you see that stunt double in there? Oh, yeah. That dude almost has an afro in there. By the way, more vehicles getting destroyed in this movie. Excuse me. That's one tough-ass semi. I mean, those things a minute ago were used to blow off a whole fucking wall. I'm actually more surprised by how Rod's truck is handling that because I'm sure that thing hasn't gone more than 65 miles an hour, and, and they're probably pushing that engine to its brink. Yeah. Thanks for having such a shitty vehicle, Rod. Now we're getting hit by a semi. <laughs> I remember when I seen this in theaters. Like, like I don't get wowed by too much in movies anymore because I've seen so many. But that fucking blew me away. Him just unloading on him like right in the point face. Blank yeah. yeah. I mean, how fucking cool is that? The Terminator is like skating on the semi right now as it slides. Well, he does have a learning chip, so I mean, I'm sure he learned how to surf. He's turned into fucking Sonic right there. That is the epitome of tuck and roll. (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah. Probably be a good idea to get out of there because I think liquid nitrogen is so cold that the gas from it, if you breathe it in, can kill you. I bet no one knew going into this they were going to get a science lesson. <laughs> You're welcome. Also, I don't even know if I'm right on my science facts. We're still Bush League here, gang. I mean, like, we'll eventually get this right where we get all the science facts and everything down, but just take us at our word for it right now. You want another science fact? Yes. Liquid nitrogen freezes... Or melting, it says melting point, but uh, I'm assuming that's freezes at negative 346 degrees Fahrenheit. That's pretty cold. That is a science fact. Also, the machine should uh, make better machines. Since uh, liquid nitrogen can take them down, you know. Must not be any of that in the future. I'm sure when they were like constructing the T-1000 that uh, they didn't, you know, think like there is a chance there could be a liquid nitrogen truck that he's driving and it wrecks. Well, these machines are clearly stupid. They didn't have the foresight. Well, Russ, we're getting pretty close to our, uh, to at least my last known fact that we had talked about. About the uh, ending of this movie. Well, actually, I'm going to do you one better here. I do remember uh, my half-assed research that um, this scene here, they had to have it uh, super cold in here, and they had to spray the actors down with, uh, like, to make them look like they're sweating. Oh, yeah? Oh, and you know what? We never really got into uh, detail about Robert Patrick, that he wasn't the first choice to play the T-1000. That's true. You want to tell him who it was? Yeah, it was uh, 80s punk idol, uh, Billy Idol, of White Wedding fame. And uh, he was in, the, yeah, he was in The Wedding Singer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was originally the uh, supposed to play the T-1000, but he broke his leg in a motorcycle accident, so they cast Robert Patrick. Which I guess turned out to be a good thing because I couldn't see Billy Idol doing this. It would be it would be really weird. I think. I don't think I could take it seriously either. Yeah. You know, he's like kind of a like a big flamboyant rock star, and almost like some of his '80s music videos are almost comical to an extent. Right. And he's supposed to be a serious killing machine. I mean, Robert Patrick looks like a serious killing machine right there. Yeah, he looks like he's going to kill you. He almost looks like, all right, I've had enough of this shit. I'm ending it now. And I, that's another thing with this, too. Like, I always thought that was, so, like, when I seen this for the first time, how cool that was that, like, he eventually melted back together. That is really cool. Well, it's got to be hot in there. Well, actually, it's freezing cold in there. I think it has to do with the the, the uh, liquid, what do they call that? You're supposed to be the science guy. I don't know. I, 
but it has something to do with that. Oh, that okay. lava esque looking. Yeah. That they had to. It has to be like super cold to get that effect on screen. I guess. Oh okay. They couldn't just put orange lights underneath water and then, like, weld something to make the sparks, huh? Well, no, I mean, you would kind of see that it looks like fucking lights under... That's true. Did they just dump a bunch of fucking orange Kool-Aid in that water? I don't know about you, but I would love to see this for the next UFC. All the T-800 versus a T-1000? Yep. Yeah, this is the first time in the movie they actually go hand-to-hand, isn't it? Yep. No, second time, because the first time was in the mall when the T-1000 beat the shit out of him. My own fucking show, and I'm not even paying attention. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> whole amateur hour over here what the fuck are them guys doing over there <laughs> that's, you know that's one of my favorite things in movies where they're yelling like go go hurry go like what the fuck you think I'm doing I'm trying I'm to run trying for- to run as fast as I can I haven't gone to the Tom Cruise school of movie running yet right T eight thousand or the T uh T eight hundred is like fuck this, I'm just gonna cut my arm off. I got a kid to save. I have to do my job. Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, they found us. Glad she knew exactly where that chain went to. Also, why is there a random chain that just goes beneath the floor? He's fucking with the wrong woman now. Yep. Mama Bear's pissed. Look, see, even that that effect, even today, yeah, pretty the, much the holds up. Shot from behind when they showed his face, not so good, but but for thirty years ago, I've seen this movie countless times, and this scene right here, still, I, I'm still on the edge of my seat every time I see this sequence here. Yeah, even though we. Uh, we know exactly what's going to happen here. Uh, you're like, uh oh. Not sure he knows what that means, ma'am. 
Well, I'm sure he's got a learning chip too. He probably thinks "fuck you" means like ah, that's that's not good. <laughs> Man, this T800 is not having a good day. No wonder they replaced him in the war. Yeah, the Halloween costume that I was telling you about earlier. Yeah. Like it's supposed to be from this, this sequence here. scene right here. But you were uh, apparently Elvis, huh? Yeah, like I've never seen an Elvis Presley shot in all my life. And my grandparents were huge fans of his where he had fucking metal on his face and he carried a shotgun. Yeah, I don't... And he's been in a Western movie before. <laughs> There's your Elvis facts of the day, folks. Part's heartbreaking though. Like, you're like, oh man, is he really gonna lose here? Help! Get that out of my back. <laughs> oh. Fuck, he's done. Mission failed. Well, here goes the future. Uh-oh, never mind. Linda Hamilton is not dead, so... Future's still fucked. Dun-dun-dun. I actually have to look this up now. What's that? See if it was actually cold in there? Well, no, it was. I just don't know what that's called, and it's driving me nuts. Oh, okay. Oh, wait a minute. He's not done. Alternate power. I think our cars need that. One battery dies, you just got the backup in there. I like how he looked at the bar like, God damn, did you really have to use this shit? It's like, jeez, fuck. That is actually called molten steel, is what that's called. Hmm. So they probably have to keep it cold so that you don't die of heat exhaustion in there, maybe? Probably so. Because I think uh, molten steel, what is the is the point, like 3,000 degrees Fahrenheit, I think? 2,500 degrees? I don't know. Here's another instance of twins. Yeah, this is the scene I was talking about right here. Like, every time I see this, just I'm on the edge of my seat. 
Tell you what, before she only needed to, uh, she could only get two shots out of that thing. God, that bums me out so much every time I see this. Like, fuck, she's going to get him. Like, she's going to destroy the T-1000. Ah, ah, ah. Here comes broke ass Arnold to save the day. <laughs> a nice shot. They have the same reaction I do. Yeah, that's fucking creepy looking. That noise is fucking creepy. Now let me ask you, if you were in that situation, would you have run over to just to make sure he fell into that, or would you have just let gravity take its course? Oh no, I would have definitely got up and like kicked him in. Yeah, I was wondering like why John didn't go over there and try to push him off. I mean maybe he was afraid that he would grab a hold of him, but Janelle no. Lewis. Kapu doesn't matter on the motorcycle. Because we didn't replicate his face. It's a horrifying fucking death right there. I always thought that was the cover of Pink Floyd's The Wall. <laughs> kind of looks like it, doesn't it? <laughs> Help me up. I just got my ass beat. <laughs> nope, there's a second quip. He got two out of James Cameron in this. <laughs> I need a vacation. I need a vacation. I might have a second career as a comedian. <laughs> Just imagine like him like all beat the shit like that on a fucking stage telling jokes. <laughs> I would go, wouldn't you? So a horse walks into a bar. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this arm. So with their logic, wouldn't uh, wouldn't as soon as this shit got destroyed, wouldn't the Terminator be destroyed too? You would think, but like like I said at the beginning, like I'm not trying to get into the whole time travel aspect <laughs> of this because like it it would make my head hurt. Because I don't think uh, Edward Furlong has got like a picture and like the Terminator slowly vanishing like in Back to the Future. <laughs> That's essentially the point of uh, Dark Fate, the last Terminator movie. It basically it wipes everything after Terminator 2 completely off the map. Oh, really? Yeah, it's supposed to be like a standalone sequel that takes place after this one. Mm. So you don't get Genesis or Salvation at all, or 3. No, I didn't see Genesis, but I'm okay with there being no 3. Well, Genesis is the worst of all of them. That movie's fucking awful. Oh. 
Terminator 3 is okay, and then that's the same with uh, Salvation and Dark Fate. I didn't hate Dark Fate. Just like I was kind of, it's kind of hyped for it, and then it just kind of let yeah. me down. It just really wasn't necessary. Yeah. I mean, I get them trying to capitalize on on this movie because it's such a great movie, but it's really hard to follow up to this, you know. Well, it's like a lot of the aging. Uh, the aging action stars of the 80s, they seem to go back to the roles that made them iconic in the first place. Like, if you look at Stallone, he went back to Rocky and Rambo. Yeah. Which, those Rambo movies are, I mean, they're not great, but they are what they are. I didn't see the newest one, but I really liked... Oh, Rambo is, Rambo. like, it's, I mean, it's not, like, great theater. Like, none of those Rambo movies after First Blood were, like high art cinema. I mean, they're basically just fucking dumb action movies, right. which is what the last one was, but Stallone really had a lot of success, like, going back to Rocky with, like, Balboa, then the, the two Creed movies are great. I really like Balboa. I've seen the first Creed. I haven't seen uh Yeah, Creed those are two. both really good. But then, like, you know, uh, Schwarzenegger, obviously his iconic character is the Terminator, so you got to try to go back to that, try to milk that cash cow for what it's worth. Right. And I think that's a lot of the reason why um, Tom Cruise still does the Mission Impossible movies because it's like the only the only films of his that are successful. Like he's tried like I actually think like The Edge of Tomorrow is re- a really good science I fiction action movie. I love that movie. It fucking bombed at the box office, and he tried The Mummy, which is not a good movie, but that bombed. But he always goes back to Mission Impossible. Well, at least those ones keep getting better. Yeah. Man, I. This is still fucking. This is like old Yeller dying. Is when he lowers himself into that. Yeah. <clears throat> I was gonna say you you get emotional over there. <laughs> I'm not getting choked up, guys. I had to clear my throat. This is the second episode in a row we've done where uh, a lead character gives the thumbs up at some point in the movie. <laughs> it's just like you at work. Yep. And dead. Terminated. It's probably like the only good friend that kid's ever had because Mullet Kid just abandoned him when the cop threw him into the wall. Well, I mean, I'll be honest with you. If I had a fucking cop trying to kill me, like, hey, man, love you, dude, but. (laughs) (laughs) You're on your own. Okay, so the other ending, the last fact that I have for this. Um, the other ending to this movie that they were considering is that uh, John is a senator mm-hmm. and the future is all okay, you know, and the Terminator lives. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't like that ending. No, I don't either. I like, the way that they, they did this is perfect, I think. Yeah, you kind of leave it open for interpretation. Like, is this really the... Is Judgment Day not going to happen now? Right. Yeah. So, Lucas, what did you learn about Terminator 2 today on our, our fun facts? Uh, well, I learned that there was Donger in it. Um, I mean, I really nothing uh, nothing really new, but just going back and watching this movie is just amazing yeah, every it is single nice time. Yeah, it's nice to revisit it. Uh, is there anything you would change about it? Uh, no. Honestly, no, because this. I mean, I I like this one better than the original Terminator. So do I. So do I. So I mean, I don't think 
I think if your sequel is better than your original, I don't think you, you can really top yeah, it. Yeah, like, uh, when uh, this is like one of the the few movies where the sequel is actually better than the original. I mean, right. like, like we rattled off a couple. Yeah, the only thing I'd really change is like, can you put some clothes on these guys? When they travel through time. <laughs> I mean, like I've still like it baffles me, and I don't think they ever explain why they they don't have clothes on. Yeah. It happened in the fir- It happens in every one of these movies when they come back. They're fucking naked. And you, I was like, you would think if they knew time travel, they could figure out clothes. Like yeah, you it's said, like, let's make something to where these people can come with clothes on. So, all right, well, we'll let you guys ponder uh, that that time travel aspect. Uh, if you have any ideas, let us know. Um, but uh, until next time, this has been the Couch Potato Podcast. Uh, I'm Lucas, and this is Russ, and we'll catch you guys next time. Or uh, I'm Lucas, and you're Russ. <laughs> yeah, I, you smoking that pen in here? I'm fucking confused now. <laughs> Bye, everybody. See ya.